How we doing, family? It is your boy, Jonah Lambright, one of the most authentic preachers you will ever hear. And this is my podcast, Church from the Other Side. Welcome. And today I'm, I'm going to be talking about singleness. But definitely not what you have heard before. This is definitely something that, a perspective that you're not going to hear from many people. So I'm going to say this statement, right? There is nothing wrong with being single. And this is something that people really need to understand because there's so much pressure to be in a relationship these days that I see people making bad choices in this regard. And when I say single, I'm not talking about someone who's not in an exclusive relationship, but is still talking to people and having sex. When I say single, I mean no sex, no prospects, you know, nothing. There's nothing wrong with it. Because I remember I used to have this one friend who was obsessed with being in relationships. He didn't care who he got with. He would try to make it work with any girl who would give him the time of day. In fact, it was so bad. I remember this one time we were having this conversation about this girl who we both agreed was unattractive. But then sometime later, my friend would end up dating that same girl just because he didn't have anyone else to date. Yeah, that's crazy, right? And eventually he would break up with her. And when he did and after that, you know, that whole thing happened, he would try to convince me that I should get with that girl because I was single and he saw it as like a problem. And I told him no, of course, but when I told him no, he thought I was foolish. He was like, "Bro, what's what's wrong with you, man? You need a girl." You know what I mean? That's that's how that's what he thought about relationships, that I needed someone so that it was better to be, you know, in a relationship than it was to be single. But in that case, who was the foolish one? Me for having standards or him for just getting with girls who he really didn't like. But honestly, foolishness is how people view singleness. You know, being single for a long time is looked upon as as a shameful thing, like there's something wrong with you. And I disappoint people all the time because they're always asking me, do I have a girlfriend or something, someone who I'm interested? And I'm like, no. And they're like, well, you know, you got to pray hard for a spouse, Jonah. Have you tried Christian Mingle, Jonah? Have you thought about, you know, what's her name over there, Jonah? And then they want to give you horrible advice that really doesn't help you out. And, you know, I've just been thinking about this a lot. And these days I have a new response for people when they ask me why I'm not single. You know what I tell them when they ask me why I'm not, why I'm single still? My bad, why I'm single still? I just tell them I haven't found a girl that's suitable for me. And usually when you give this kind of response, people think that you're being arrogant. Like, what's wrong with you, man? You think you're too good for the girls around here? But it's not that. Because, honestly, the girls in my life are great. I just know that they aren't for me. Understand, they aren't for me. And this is a concept that that God has, like, really revealed to me. And it's very biblical. Because let's take it back to the Bible. You know, when God looked over the garden, this is in the beginning, when God looked over the garden, he saw there was not a helper that was suitable for Adam, the man he created. And out of that thought, he went to work making Eve a helper that was suitable for him. See, I know that God has someone specifically for me. And if I settle now, I would be missing out on the person that God has designed for me. And this is why I see the value in staying single. You know, there's value in being single. And that's why I'm not in a rush to find someone. Just because a person is single, that doesn't mean that 
they aren't looking or that they're they're missing out you know what i mean because really it's not that hard to make a love connection let's keep it real you know sometimes i could be around a girl and just know that if i tried i could make a relationship happen but at the end of the day i just know that it's not for me so this is the problem a lot of people don't understand the purpose of a relationship it's deeper than being happy it's deeper than having a family. It's really about two people coming together to fulfill the purpose of God. And this goes back to the original reason that God created marriage. Marriage was not given to populate the earth. He gave Eve to Adam to help him with his purpose. So number one thing you have to understand is that you have a purpose in this life. And there's a reason that God placed you here. And yes, two people should love each other. That is important because love is the glue that holds a relationship together. But there's more to a godly relationship than love. You know, just because two people love each other, that doesn't mean they can help each other fill the purpose of God in their lives. Really think about that. There is, that's something I had to learn. I'm not just making this up. And this is where it gets deep. Listen to this, right? You can be in love with someone who fits all the church's criteria for a relationship. They can be saved on fire for God, someone who has your best interests at heart, they serve in the church, would be a good spouse and mother, but that doesn't necessarily mean that they're meant for, for you. Because as great as that person may be, they may not be able to help you fulfill the plans that God has for your life. See, many churches will teach you it doesn't matter who you marry as long as they are a believer who follows biblical principles. But this is an error. Think about the story of Abraham. God promised that he would be the father of many nations. That was God's promise and purpose for Abraham's life. And Abraham doubted the possibilities of him having a kid with his wife Sarai because she was old and barren. And in his mind, he was convinced that the only way it would be possible for him to have a kid is if he did it with Hagar. Because he was like, yo, a son's a son. As long as I have a son, it doesn't matter. It will work. What does it matter who the mother is? But what we learn is that not all sons are created equal, are created for the same purpose. Because when it came to fulfilling the promise of God, Ishmael couldn't do it. Because God had already chosen Isaac for the task before he was even born. Think about that. See, that's, that's really deep. Really think about that. See, most people aren't aware that God has ordained a purpose for their life. And they definitely don't seek a relationship with purpose in mind. Not all trains you take can lead you to the same destinations. Now, you take a train to New York, you can't just hop on a random train. Because it might take you to, it depends on where you want to go. Because it might take you to Manhattan. It might take you to Brooklyn, Wash Heights. And it's the same way with relationships. You want to be in the right one. Because being in the wrong one can hinder the purpose that God has for your life. You know, think about Michelle Obama. I think she was the best thing that happened to Barack. Because, you know, there's a chance that if Obama would have chose the wrong person, he would have never become the president of the United States. You know, some may look at Michelle and be like, you know, she ain't all that. She ain't pretty. But at the end of the day, Barack made the right choice because he chose a woman that fit his purpose. And on top of that, Michelle Obama is a beautiful woman. Stop tripping, y'all. But, you know, and I also think it's weird that people are so, when people are asked, 
what their type is, they always go into the physical aspect, how they look, the color of their hair, the color of their skin, you know, how tall they are, how beautiful they are. Don't get me wrong, I definitely have my preferences, and I believe that God's going to bring me that, but honestly, you have to go deeper in your criteria than the physical. You know, it's cool to have a hot girlfriend or boyfriend, but do they have anything of value to bring to your life? Do they help you fulfill the purpose of your life? And if not, then why are you really with them? You know, if you're not looking for someone to help you fulfill your purpose, then what are you really looking for? You know, it's not ungodly to have these desires, but sometimes our desires may not be God, may, are the root of our desires, rather. Sometimes the root of our desires may not be godly. You know, because sometimes we want a relationship really so we can feel validated. Or you no longer want to endure the shame of singlehood. You know, they're insecure about themselves and they feel like a relationship would make those insecurities go away. You know, for other people, a relationship is just a status, the same way your iPhone is a status or your name brand shoes. You know, it's vanity at its finest. And our desire for love can come from the wrong source. You know, I like that quote by Steve Jobs. What did he say? Uh, you know, it's not our, he, he said when it, when it came to iPhones, it's not our job to give people what they want because they don't know what they want until you show them. And that quote is really deep because you have to ask yourself, why do I want something? Why do I want a relationship? Why do I have these preferences? Because honest, understand, our society is constantly bombarding us with messages telling us what we need even though we don't actually need some of those things. You know, I don't need the latest iPhone or car. It's just something I feel I need because of society putting subliminal messages in my head. You know, and you need, and the need to be in a relationship is something that is universally pushed. Really, relationships have been exalted to the point where they are an idol. You know, love is basically the religion of our age. You know, we have made relationships with other people a replacement for God. You know, back then they had God. These days we have love. You know what I mean? That's we we expect relationships to make us feel whole and secure the way that God's supposed to. You know what I mean? That's actually the God of job. I mean the, the job of God to make us feel whole and secure. And we seek those we seek the things that only God was meant to fulfill in a relationship. And this is not a healthy view of love. You shouldn't be looking for a relationship to solve your unhappiness, which many people do. See, this is the truth. Some people will tell you that you have to love yourself before you can love someone else. But, and that's kind of true, but I'm really going to go one deeper, right? You have to know that you are loved and accepted before you could try to love someone else. Because God loves you, God accepts you, and he thinks the world of you. And honestly, we really need to meditate on God's love for us until we believe it. Because here's the thing about it. Only when you when you are when you feel loved and you're single and you have no prospects, no uh, sex buddies and you're happy, that is when you truly know that you're ready to be loved. And on top of that, you know your purpose. That's a big thing too. When you know your purpose, when you know you're loved, and you have been single with no prospects, no sex budding, 
buddies and you are happy, that's when you know that you are ready for a relationship. Because you're not going to put up with someone who has nothing to contribute to your life. And you're not going to toss your dignity out the window to be in a relationship. You know, and you're going to be able to bring your best to the relationship that you find yourself in in the future. See, people want the feeling of love so badly, they're willing to settle for anyone that can give them that high, that feeling. They, they settle for losers with bad credit, losers with no job, losers with no prospects, losers who don't even believe in the same God. Some of these people, you don't even really like that person. But you mess with them anyway, offer the slim chance that they may be love. But love isn't meant to be played like a game of Russian roulette. You know, we're, we're not meant to go from relationship after relationship hoping that something sticks. We need to choose relationships wisely. And when you're single, you really need to take time to just develop your identity and your purpose. And make sure that you have something to bring to a relationship besides just being cute. Because being cute isn't bringing something to a relationship. Let me tell you. So, I'm going to tell you right now. There's nothing wrong with being single. And that's pretty much the end of my episode, y'all. Thank you for listening. Peace out.